Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Spot Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about becoming the kind of person who doesn't always want dessert. Yes, because because when we talk about food freedom and the full unconditional permission to eat whatever you want, most people's minds go to I'm always going to want the dessert. I'm always going to want the cookies. I'm always going to want the chocolate, the pizza, whatever type of foods are kind of foods that you have on your forbidden list or shouldn't eat list, whatever it is, flood in your mind because it's kind because if you're someone well there's two pe- there's two type of people we want to talk about in this podcast, but if you're someone who comes from a dieting background, food freedom just kind of sounds like when you first hear about it, not dieting like how you behave when you're not currently on a diet. When you think like you're kind of like rebelling almost, like you think you have full permission to eat because you're not following a diet, but you're not eating intuitively. Like you're not listening to your body cues. You're hyper attracted to the dessert, all those foods. And you're kind of feeling out of control with eating in a sense. You know, like it doesn't feel good. So, you know, we we wanted to talk about how food freedom and like just not dieting aren't the same thing and then vice versa person number two we have we have quite a few clients who come into our world and they're like um having full permission to eat is not my problem or like you know like not not having full permission to eat is not my problem it's the opposite I don't let myself like I don't have any rules I do just eat everything and that's my problem but again that's not food freedom if we're eating the dessert every single time it's put in front of us, no matter if we're full, no matter if we don't really like it, no matter if we're just not feeling it, you know, like saying yes to dessert 100% of the time is not food freedom. And I feel like those restrictors that you spoke about at the beginning, who I was, they started restricting because they were the, the person that always wanted the dessert and they tried to get that under control. So they started restricting. So the whole idea of food freedom, like let's just let go of the rules or like have more freedom and I already have too much freedom. It can be like, why would I do that? Why would I do that? But we also have clients that come into our world and they're like, I have this friend and she has a fresh loaf of bread on her counter. She's got a bag of stale chips in her count in her cupboard and um, we went to the bakery and got cookies and she hasn't even taken a bite yet. Like, how do I become that person? Like, why why is she like that? And I'm like this where I'm like so centric on I want to try the bread. You know, I love chips and I cannot wait to eat this cookie. And while I'm eating this one cookie, oh, my gosh, I want another one because it's so good. Like, yeah. that's who and I like, was. I'm, and I'm <laughs> eating the cookie and my tummy hurts. Why can't I stop? I want to stop. Why can't I stop? Yeah. I know I'm I know I know this isn't like true like physical hunger or like it's just like this weird mental like I just want to keep going situation. So exactly. And so even if you're someone who hasn't necessarily come from restriction background and maybe you are the person that has what you feel like is like unconditional permission to eat whatever you want, but it's not feeling good because the situation Shana described, it's it's a sign that you're still essentially disconnected from the intuitive eating skills 
that you were born with. And even if, again, even if you haven't dieted and had any formal sense of food rules, you're still influenced by all the food messaging messages that you've received from your parents, from schools, from TV, from movies, and social media and magazines, all the things. And they're still influencing you in a way that is causing what we what we call like hyper desire like these foods are still on a pedestal and so whenever they're presented to you you're always going to say yes because why wouldn't you you know <laughs> like you might not get that cookie again like that's how our brains think when we're in that scarcity kind of mode like well there's a cookie now put in front of me if I don't eat it now when am I ever going to get a cookie again or this cookie again, you know, or if I'm at a restaurant and maybe I'm not going to initiate the desserts, but if someone else does, I better eat it because when am I going to get this fancy souffle or whatever it is, you know, like that's the kind of thought process that our mind goes into when we have all of that programming. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about the intuitive eating skills extensively on so many of our other podcasts. Um, but like Nikki's saying, if there's these intuitive eating skills that help us unblock these, these essential, like deep rooted drivers to say yes to the dessert every single time. So whether it's like these subconscious messages that are implanted into our brain or, you know, you're, you're someone that has been trained to just like really feel good like soothe with the food um so why if there's something off in your life like why would you say why would you say no to that opportunity to soothe and it's yeah. not like we don't think of this like it just happens so automatically you guys like i was that person i, was, I would see it and i just my only thought in my mind is like woo <laughs> you know like i love that I of course want to eat that. And it, and even like, even during my restriction phase where I was like, I want to not be doing this. I wish I was not doing this. Why can't I stop? You know, like, it's just so strong. These, like, you cannot, you can't think your way out of it. You can't willpower your way out of it. These are strong rooted drivers. They almost make it worse. You know, yeah. if it's that whole, like, okay, I bought Oreos. I'm going to not eat any, you know, like, and you're trying to like talk yourself out of eating those type of foods, then you're focusing on them more yeah. and they become front of brain and they're like calling you from the cupboard or calling you from the kitchen or, you know, like you always hear people say like, even our client yesterday on the call, like I had chocolate at work and it's been there for a month and it hasn't been calling my name like it used to, you know, and mm -hmm. would, they would just think about those foods all the time because you're trying to think or willpower your way out of eating them. Again, not food freedom. Food freedom, yes, you have conversations with yourself in your brain, but there is no, no like talking yourself about eating something. There's no willpower. There's no scarcity. It's like Shane is real that she shared this morning about being at a restaurant eating. You know, you you finish your meal, the the waiter comes around, they're like, do you want the dessert menu? And you're just like, you're checking in with yourself. How do I feel right now? Is this a dessert day? Is this not a dessert day? And making a decision based on how you feel internally. And that's really the only conversation you're having with yourself. 
Or maybe even if you want dessert, you're looking at the menu and you're like, oh, but none of these desserts are like 10 out of 10, you know, like not really a cheesecake person. I really wish there was like a chocolate thing, but they only have this lemon thing or something, you know, and you're like, well, I'm not going to get a dessert just to eat a dessert when I know it's not something that I like really, really want. And again, that can sound diet. Even like saying that, I'm like, oh my God, diet culture is going to be Yeah. But it's not, but it's not that. It's kind of like (laughs) food freedom is about enjoying your food as much as you can, you know? And if you, you're not just going to eat something for the sake of eating something, if it doesn't, it's not something that you really want because you know you can have what you really want whenever you want. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like that you said that like, this sounds so diety. And cause from my old persona, it sounds like thinking, it sounds like control, but what I want to highlight everything she just said actually does not happen in her head. It just happens internally. You read the menu in this circumstance that she made up and you're like, hmm, they don't have the thing I wanted. I just don't want, like internally, it's not like, oh, therefore I shouldn't waste like my good taste. Like it's not going to be 10 on 10 and therefore I shouldn't have it. I should just wait until the opportunity I can have something that I really want. Like that doesn't actually happen. No. Like it's just internally you're like, bummer the thing like nothing's really sounding good today on that menu weird because before (laughs) I would have just picked something in order to have dessert what the heck yeah okay and because you know like you could leave the restaurant and go down to your favorite bakery or go down to your favorite ice cream shop or whatever and get dessert if if you really desired it and the crazy thing that happened um on the like I was sharing on the reel is that they had the thing that would be 10 on 10 for Shayna on there. It was like mm. chocolate, hazelnut, something or other. Like that's yeah. me, 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 me. <laughs> and I was just like, and this is not, it's not, it's like not the first time that this happens. I was like, and it wasn't even like a disappointment. It was just like, okay, well, it's just, it just is, it's just effortless. Like, oh, it's so, I have these moments where I'm like, this is so weird because the old Shayna for sure would want this but I just really don't feel like it right now. And it's like, then I had that like second feeling of like, this is bomb. And I'm proud of you, Shayna. <laughs> not, not that it's like, an, not that like I'm, it's not an, you know what no, I'm trying to the say? The goal of food freedom isn't yeah. to eat less. We will tell no. this to our clients all the time. We're like, the goal of food freedom is not to be like, oh, I'm, I've never chosen the dessert. You know, it's been a month since I chose dessert. Like that's no, that's again, that's like a deep rooted diet culture No, don't thought. go down that road. It's yeah. the goal of food freedom is to really leave any eating situation feeling good, you know, and if, if yes. not choosing the dessert is what felt good in that moment because you were full, because, you know, or it wasn't a 10 out of 10, or maybe you ordered, took a bite and you're like, this actually yeah. isn't what I need right now. That's the goal. Or if it's you ate, you pick a dessert and you eat it and you enjoy it and you stop when you're full yes. Happens and all you the feel time. great. Yeah. Then that's the goal too. It's just not being in that zone of uncomfortableness, making making food decisions based out of scarcity and lack and, you know, hyper desire versus actually truly wanting the food and truly feeling good while you eat it. Because, you know, you know stuffing dessert in your mouth when you're already full from a restaurant meal, which can be quite rich old Nikki used to do that again no judgment because I used to do that yeah doesn't actually feel good we don't really leave that being like that felt amazing you know there's a lot of lots of times it's filled with emotional regret and guilt and like 
why did I have those last eight bites? You know, I don't feel good now. That's not what we want. I have something I want to tell you later. I don't want to write it down before I forget. <laughs> um, but that's exactly it. So you were saying we walk away from the restaurant feeling so good. Oh, that's what I was going to say. It's this, it's this like, ins- like sense of control that as a controller, I used to be the controller around food. It's this sense of like true internal navigation control where I was, and it's just like this really is when I was saying I'm proud of you, Shayna, it's like this really empowering, extremely empowering feeling. Whereas like I, and just like Nikki said, I could have been in the situation where I really wanted dessert and I would have eaten it and I would have left feeling just as good. Yeah. Just and that as happens empowered. all the time. Just as empowered. Yeah. Um, but it's a sense of like control that I was always searching for as a restrictor because I was someone that was felt like I had too much freedom. I felt like I couldn't stop eating and and therefore I started to mentally control my in- intake. And there would be plenty of times that I would willpower no dessert because in the name of calories or whatever what I was doing at that time, that's not like external control. That's like yeah. the mental takes up so much effort. It's really and it hard. doesn't actually feel good. You don't leave the restaurant feeling good. You might feel like external, like, oh, yeah, like, look at my willpower. 100%. Go me. But, like, deep down inside, you're like, I really wanted that dessert. And what would have happened in that in that false control scenario is I would have got home and I would have been thinking about food still. And I probably would have had something to eat. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I probably oh, yeah. would have, like his willpower, willpower runs out. It's, we don't have an unlimited supply. And so that's why when we don't get in like right relationship with our body, not only does this false res- control restriction inflate your desires, so you're just shooting yourself in the foot, but the willpower eventually w- wears out and what your body was trying to tell you what it actually wanted in that moment will win. So it'll win and then some, because now you have inflated desire, which we've talked about so many times before. But so what actually happened when I went home is I just didn't think about food. I had zero food thoughts. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's such a good point is we always talk to our clients about like, when you, when you're using control to not eat, it spills over into other areas of, of your eating. And in the end, if you, again, if you, I think we talked about this last week, if you actually step back and like, look at calories, you know, you end up consuming more yeah um but when you are eating with food freedom and you have that unconditional permission to eat and you're and like intuitively doing it and eating foods you love you fill up and then your brain is you know like you're you're not like Shana said she went home and didn't think about food again which is a much different experience than trying to use control and trying to eat less and try to order the healthy thing or you think you should eat in quotation marks and asking for sauces on the side and like pinching all these calories away based Mm -hmm. on whatever food rules saying no to the dessert and then going home and and then consuming multiple calories in the evening from a sense of like lack and like it's never fulfilling it's never satisfying it's such a it's not a good feeling feeling your way of eating versus picking the meal you want eating till you're satisfied, making a dis- decision about dessert, 
based on how you're feeling and then going home and then going, you know, not thinking about food for the rest of the night. Exactly. And so that's the same person in the scenario we started with where she's got the bread on her counter. She's got stale chips. Like she's got treats in her pantry that are going stale and they just went to a bakery and she just doesn't really have a really pull to eat it right now. This is this person in that example is an intuitive eater. She has yeah. her intuitive eating skills that are still intact from when she was born. We're born with these skills. And so she just can have these foods whenever she wants. She's the type of person that can, but she's also the type of person who just doesn't want it all of the time. And that is proper intuitive eating or proper food freedom. And what I wanted to tell you before, I feel like the perfect slogan for you is like, food freedom is freedom to have all foods, but it's also freedom from food. Oh, yeah. Right? Freedom from food. Freedom from the food. Like when we say that freedom from food, it's like when I always talk about food becomes like a background to your life. You know, like you were going on a date. Yeah. That was the focus of, you know, in connection with your spouse and, you know, time away from your child and, you know, all of that stuff is what the focus is. Yes, you're going to a restaurant, but that's not... That's not what the whole thing was about, you know? It was about so much, much deeper. It's not about the food. And we're foodies. Compliments it. You know, like, yeah, you're picking a restaurant because you want to try something or whatever. But, like, your whole day wasn't focused on, oh, my God, what am I going to eat at the restaurant? What am I going to have? Like, And then if you're a dieter, you know, oh, what's looking up the menu to see, like, what's the What can I not have? What can I not have? And, like, just hyper fixating on it and then getting there and just being so focused on the food. Yeah. Instead – you're free from that. And the food Ask- is just the background. Yeah. Asking for the duck without the spatzel. Whereas like I really wanted that combination because it's all my favorite things. And then so I'm free yes. to eat that. I'm free to eat that because of my self-regulated appetite. I don't need to f- I don't need to worry anymore. Like these are all the things like I needed to hear as an in- as a non-intuitive eater. Like you can have these things and your body can have your back once you reconnect to these intuitive eating skills. I wanted to say something that Nikki said regarding like, and how it spills in, use that word, like it spills into your life. And that's exactly it. Like, like Adrian and I have been together for a really long time and I was not an intuitive eater at the beginning. And I can remember having these kinds of like dates with him where not only am I up in my head and thinking about food, but like it spills into the relationship. Like I was not always kind because I was so... You guys, you know that feeling of like you're like wound up, willpower, yeah, willpower, and like you're deep down, you're annoyed, annoyed, yeah, because you don't want to. I don't want to look at the menu and not order the duck and spat. So that's all you or whatever you call it. Yeah, that's all you really want. But no, you're choosing the dang salad. Yeah, or whatever because that's what you're allowed, and it's like. Deep down, your inner toddler, which yeah. you were good. Shayna was a willpower master, so she could suppress it, but like not me. My toddler comes flying out in like five seconds, but <laughs> it's like so annoyed, right? Yeah. And like just – Yeah. And so you're pissy. So pissy. I cannot even fathom the kind of person I would have been or like mom I would have been if I was still restricting like, I know you were a little bit, you, uh, as a mom, you were still a little bit restricty, like before you went full, full, like, did, would you say that that was like, 
increase. Well, I would say it wasn't me. It was like my diet culture spilled out onto my child. Like I was good at that point, but it was like, because I was talking, you know, I didn't want to give him juice because I like. Okay. So you weren't restricting internally. You no, in- it was more like okay. what I offered him was very like a little bit more nutrition, gotcha. yeah, very nutrition, okay. like right, yeah. And so that's when I talk about like those times with with him and why his eating isn't as great as I'd want it to be. It's because yeah, because I didn't give him full permission to have all the foods. I see safely after after one year of age, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. Um. And then what you're saying about how food is in the background, like again, on that scenario, we have these two people where she's in my head, she's just standing in the kitchen, the intuitive eater with the bread and the chips and the cookies. She's just standing in the kitchen chatting with her friend and she's focused on her friend, just having, having a conversation, you know, making those memories, whatever they're doing. And then the person or client that's talking about her friend is so hyper-focused on all this food, you know, like fresh bread cookies like oh you know like all these things she's not used to having in her world or she in controlled amounts maybe yeah and so she is so she's listening this is me you guys she's listening but she's also thinking about <laughs> all the things and so it's in the foreground it's not and in the also th- i just want to add one more because yeah. this is what i used to do she's also thinking about the intuitive eater friend staring at her going yeah she only had one cookie can, should I have another? You know, waiting for her to initiate having oh, a Oh, yeah. You have permission so to eat a set, like a cookie, you know, like all that, like. Oh, my God. I totally forgot stuff that about our brain that. does around diets. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh, you guys. So these memories, they're so far behind for us, but we are living it. Like if you're living it, we've lived it. Like we get it. We yeah. get it. I mean, that, yeah. and you're born. Not only are you born with these abilities and you can like uncover them again and reconnect to them. Like, if we can do it, like, you can do it. Well, you know, if you're a new listener and you haven't really heard us talk about intuitive eating, our title of this podcast was, like, how to be the person that doesn't always want dessert or something along those lines. And Shana just said, you're born intuitive eater. If you've had kids or you've been around kids, like, look at them with desserts. Yeah. If you're if they still have their intuitive eating skills intact. So think of, like, quite young kids. Um you know, they will literally say no to a cookie or take one bite of a cookie and run away when they have those intuitive eating skills because they're just listening to their bodies and their body doesn't want it in that moment. It's not until they become older children that they've been influenced by like, no sugar, that they start to lose that and become a little more hyper-focused on sugar and things like that. But um, like it's there, that ability is there and it's not willpower in your (laughs) one-year-old. You know, it's just listening to his body being like, actually, a cookie is not what I need right now. Yeah. I definitely see this in Grayson. It's the weirdest post. post. I'm like, of course, thing. Like, of course. Yes. (laughs) What else? Anything else you want to say? I get like, do we, so we kind of, we, because we titled it How You Can Be This Person. And we've talked about maybe why you're not this person. So Mm -hmm. if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, okay, but like, how do I be this person? Right. This is where this is this is where we wanted want you to just like take a step back. And has anything that we said resonated with with you? Like are you having do you have these conversations in your head? Are you thinking about food as good or bad or I should or I shouldn't do these things? Do you still feel guilty, you know, when you do have dessert or when you do want to eat something like that? If you answer yes to any of those, then 
even if you're not actively dieting, you're not quite an intuitive eater yet. You don't, you need to, you need to really work on that deep inner programming, changing your thoughts, your feelings around food, giving yourself unconditional permission to eat any food while listening to your body. That's, that's the part that I think a lot of people get caught up on. The, it's easy to say, okay, I can eat whatever I want, but you got to eat it intuitively and mindfully or else you're not going to feel good. You're going to say yes to the dessert every time. So you have to blend those two together. And if you're not sure how to do that, let us help you. Mm-hmm. We teach you the exact steps to do it and to do it seamlessly so that, you know, in less than 12 weeks, you can be saying no to the dessert because you actually don't want it. Yeah. Your, yeah. your body doesn't want dessert all the time, despite what your head is leading, leading you to believe and feel yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I would say like, get really curious. Anytime you're experiencing something you don't want to be experienced, just don't say, oh, I won't do this again. Don't say that. Say, why am I doing this? Get really curious. Get in the moment. Feel those uncomfortable feelings. Start talking to yourself. Have that inner dialogue. And one, you know, one step will lead to another. And if you're like, ah, like <laughs> it seems like a lot because it is, then reach out to us. Yeah. 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 Because it's really cool. It's, it's so really cool. cool that very first time I like whenever our clients come on and like tell us their first time. The first time that, you know, someone brought over cake and they just didn't feel like having any of it. You know, yeah. we had it because we had a, we had one client who like she was like, there is no cake. I will never not eat, <laughs> you know. And yeah. Yeah. Then there was a time where there was a cake that she didn't Did want to eat. eat. And actually now she bakes cakes all the time. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to eat them all the time. So that's exciting. Um, But whenever they come with their first time is like my favorite mm. part of what we do with our clients because no, nothing can explain that feeling of just being like, I just didn't want any. It's just weird. It's just weird it's when so you've never experienced that. When the only time that you didn't have it was because you willpowered your way out of it. Mm-hmm. To just not want it. To just not want it. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's who you really are. And so we're so passionate about that. And so that's why we're like, you can't live. That's how we become the kind of person who just doesn't want it all the time. The freedom from food. You can have it all the time, but you're free from wanting it all the time. And that's how it works in order to feel your best. Because like we started saying, it doesn't actually feel good to be like, want the foods all the time, all the time. It doesn't feel good. And it's not your true inner body that's not what your body wants. It's all up no. here. Yeah. That's what your inner rebellion toddler wants. Not what you actually want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great talk. Yeah. And all right. See you guys next week. Oh, yeah. should we talk about our oh. we have a we have a free webinar next week, you guys. We're gonna put oh, yeah. li- we're gonna have a link in the comments down below. Join us Monday night yes. or Tuesday night. No, Tuesday afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. Check out the times. Click the link. We can't wait to see you there. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.